Hello, everyone, our wonderful listeners, and welcome to another episode of History Creeps. And Merry Christmas, by the way, to everyone. Uh, I got nominated to do this because I'm feeling the most festivist this year. Uh, to my metaphorical left, uh, we're not really sitting in the same room, but to my metaphorical well, left, the it is, <laughs> is, is Johnny Townsend. Johnny, say hi. Uh, Johnny, say hi. Uh, Merry Christmas. And it's not that I'm not feeling festivus, it's that I can't breathe out of either of my nostrils. So, I'm having a rough day. <laughs> Who knew breathing was something you'd want to do easily, you know? And to my metaphorical right is Chris Chavez. I'd like to be known as Vitas. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, happy holidays, everyone. I got a lot of problems with you people. Uh-oh. Uh oh, yeah, they are. <laughs> Let's start naming our problems one by one. You remember that that scene from Seinfeld uh, when they were celebrating yes. Festivus? Yes, <laughs> I love that holiday. That's one of my favorite holidays. Now, I literally we do Festivus. celebrate it, except without the aluminum pole. But like, I like to tell people how much they piss me off on that day. You know, <laughs> and then- <laughs> you know how big Seinfeld is. This is the truth. Like, I've never gotten into Seinfeld, and I know that's. That's terrible to say. To no, it's, no, it's not, dude. I've never but, gotten into it either. Whoa, so but, but I will say that show was so huge that I know what Festivus is, and I know most of the references. Did you Agreed. ever? Have you guys yeah. ever watched the actual Festivus episode? Yes, I've seen it. No thoughts, Johnny. It's, I, uh, uh, <laughs> George. George is funny on it because he hates it, <laughs> and he's everybody says it's real, and he says it's not. They're That's replaying amazing. it uh, in clips on Hulu for commercials. Really? <laughs> a lot of things that I know. Yeah. That's what made me say Festivus earlier. Oh, I have the... Uh, watching a lot of Hulu. I have yeah. the commercial free Hulu, so I don't get to see those, unfortunately. Oh, somebody's bragging. <laughs> Mr. Uh, Mr. Richie Rich over there. <laughs> some of us... Uh, some of us have very meager salaries and, oh and draw for a living, so they got to get the, the commercialized <laughs> versions. That's amazing. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I need a sponsor. Somebody sponsor me. Well, pretty soon we'll have a Patreon going, so you'll never know. Oh, guys, how you guys yeah. doing? Yeah, aside doing from good. aside from doing the good. brink of death uh, over there, Johnny. Well, I don't think it's that bad. I just can't breathe <laughs> out of one of my orifices. <laughs> the one that matters. The nostrils. I can breathe just fine out of my mouth, but I'm sure it sounds terrible if you're near me. It's gonna be on my. <gasps> <gasps> Ladies and, and gentlemen, I'm sorry that you're listening to that, listeners, but I'm trying to survive. <laughs> listeners, tonight we are being joined by Darth Vader. Damn it, Chris. I was going to make that reference. <laughs> oh, blue. man. Don't drink the blue milk. <laughs> oh, God. That's 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 for a whole other show. That's going to be that's like a two hour discussion right there. What about the blue milk. The I'm Star, with you. The Star Wars Got Milk campaign. Um yes. <laughs> so uh it's the holiday hey, if you season watch last jedi you'll know where the blue milk comes from <laughs> exactly so guys it's the holiday season it is um, i That's think it is. Of you. last year we <laughs> did uh krampus for the show that's right. Yeah, we like to stick to the Christmas holiday theme when it's this time of year. That's right. And the older I get, the more Krampuses I get in my body. <laughs> I had a leg Krampus the other day, and it woke me up. <laughs> it was and since we're And since we're a history show, we can't actually cover the 
you know, the true meaning of Christmas, which is John McClane saved the hostages in Nakatomi Tower. Uh oh. And his wife. Uh oh, here comes the argument. This. Here comes the argument. Let's not get into this. I know I'm in I know I'm in the minority. <laughs> that is not a Christmas movie. I'm sorry. Oh, Johnny. What's Johnny Christmas? Johnny. <laughs> I'm not going to judge you for it. We all have things we watch during certain times of the year. I get it. Go for it. It's fine. It's a good movie, too. That's the part I hate the most. When I say, thanks for getting me worked up about this. <laughs> when I tell anybody that I don't think that's a Christmas movie, it's like I'm telling them that I hate the movie, that the movie's bad. I think Die Hard's a great movie. I mean, it's got uh, it's got freaking Rickman in it, and that guy was amazing. You know, it's got that Carl from Family Matters, and we all know how much of a fan I am of Family yeah, Matters. Yeah, I was just going to say, we were just talking about Family Matters. <laughs> it's a great movie. I just Stay don't tuned. think it's a Christmas movie. Stay tuned, Patreon fans. You will be able to hear what that's all about. Yes, that's right. Um, <laughs> let me ask you something, guys. Do you both, uh, I want to know, do you consider Gremlins as a Christmas movie? I do. I've been watching it. Uh-oh. So, to John, me, if, if a movie takes place on or on Christmas or during the Christmas season, it's a Christmas movie. Ghostbusters Two to me is a Christmas movie. Uh oh, Johnny, what do you think? I have to. I have a completely uh, different thought on that. If a movie to me <laughs> be a Christmas movie, that movie, it, the plot of it has to take place during Christmas. Like the reason I think Die Hard is not a Christmas movie is I feel you could have Die Hard happen during any other holiday. And the and the feel and the soul of the film would be the same. Um, I would say okay, but what kind of what what party would they have in the office that his wife was in? Because it was a Christmas party, that's why she was there yeah. late. Fourth of July party, it's an easy fix. Nobody has a Fourth of July party it's at their Japanese office. It's a Japanese company. They're not going to have a Fourth of July party. <laughs> They're not in Japan. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's a Japanese it does. company. It doesn't matter. So, Johnny, you're if, Holly, if Holly has to use her maiden name because it's a Japanese company and they figure a married woman, well, you are a married woman, Holly. You're married to me. Remember that argument? Okay. <laughs> if it's a Japanese company, they're not going to have a Fourth of July party. That's amazing. They're not gonna have. They're not gonna have a Thanksgiving uh, party work. either because that's a strictly American holiday. What if it's an employee's so birthday party? Board. It can be Japan. It could be a Japan flag day. What if it's the employee a- employee birthday party? Like they're well, just all hanging out for it. cake. No. Yeah, it's hey. Holly's birthday. Her birthday party. There we go. Oh come on. <laughs> <laughs> so what you're the, the plot of the come film? On. Even McLean talking to the guys like I didn't realize that they celebrated Christmas in Japan. Remember? And Takagi looks at him and goes. Hey, Pearl Harbor didn't work out, so we got you a tape deck. Uh, Come on, man. Very insensitive, though. <laughs> no, it's not. That's one of the best jokes in the movie. Uh, so, Johnny, what, a- what you're saying is uh, Gremlins is not a Christmas film? Man, see, this is the problem. See, you don't want to ask me about Gremlins because I know I'm in the, the vast minority on this. I love Gremlins 2 way more than I love Gremlins 1. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I know that's not popular. I'm sorry, but it's the truth. I'm, I love Gremlins too. Also, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I don't. I don't understand people that love the first one and hate the second one. Yeah, personally, I don't, that's just me. I just love the second one so much because it's like a. I just love comedies in the first place, and it's such a great movie to me. And I love the brain gremlin. So I mean, how can you go wrong with that? Remember, he shoots the one gremlin. He's like, "Now was that civilized? No, clearly not." <laughs> I love that. <laughs> that's you know, right. You're right. You're right. The second one is a lot more comedy than the first. Yeah. I love the first it. One, the first one is like terrifying. Oh yeah! If, you're, if you were a small child, like that was yeah. The first one was scary, man. But it was still awesome. Oh yeah, it's still a great movie. 
I just love the second one more. For me, it holds up, dude. I still wa- I I watched it this season. It was like, oh, this is still so good. Yeah, I know, right? I know. Okay, I got two more for you because uh, these are ones that are very kind of divisive. I want to see where you guys are are standing on this. Batman Returns. Well, I don't know. I mean, I don't watch it during the Christmas season, it but takes I guess place if, during if I'm going to consider. You know, Gremlins and Die Hard Christmas movies. I guess other people would consider Batman Returns. A Have Christmas you tried movie. to watch it? Watch it during the Christmas season. See if that holiday spirit tinkles inside of you while you're watching it. Tinkles. <laughs> I don't know. All I have don't is do a copy of it on VHS. You jingle. Do you bells. watch it? Do you watch it during the holiday season in hopes that it urinates on you? Holiday <laughs> <laughs> cheer. I was thinking tinkling along the lines of like jingle bells, man. Oh, okay. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so so you what do you think johnny christmas movie batman returns i really like batman returns like i thought that's one of the best uh penguins oh my, yeah for sure but i've never thought of it as a christmas movie but you know if i don't here's also the thing if you're going to watch these movies during christmas <laughs> that's fine it's not going to make me mad i get it go ahead <laughs> Not yeah. Not everybody is a fan of a Christmas story and you know Christmas vacation. I get it. Like I get it too. Yes, I understand completely, a hundred percent. All right, you ready for the last one here? I think yes. you guys know where I'm coming. Uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, this is, this is a good one. I consider it both as well. Ooh, I consider it good both. job, yeah. guys. Me too. I feel like there's a small there's people who are hardcore. No, it's a Halloween movie. No, it's a Christmas movie. And then there's this core of people that are just like, are you kidding? It's both. Enjoy it at both times of the year. Agreed. Agreed 100%. See, we all agreed on one. (laughs) Well, but that one almost seems like a no brainer. You know, like what? Who says you can't enjoy it at both times of the year? Right. It's so creepy and has that that feel of like all the creeps and then the Christmas spirit too. The lights, Santa Claus, him falling in love with like the holiday itself, the warmth. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great movie. Kind of like our podcast. Creepy, but we're going to talk about Christmas stuff. And people fall in love with us. <laughs> we're nice and warm. Yeah. We're I give nice great hugs. I give great hugs <laughs> that last for an uncomfortable amount of time. <laughs> Might be a little for- sweaty, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> remember when Chris Farley used to do that yeah. character? Oh, God, I loved it. Cards? Yeah. When he so goes, I pick him all in scabs. <laughs> and they pull him up on the thing like he's and, and he gets stuck. Oh, God, yeah. that's the best. Yeah. Oh, man, I miss that guy. All right, Carter, you want to bring us, uh, tell the, the listeners what they're going to be uh, getting into tonight? Uh, yeah, because I actually do want to do the uh, the first one on this list. <laughs> I want to do the first one. Let's all do it. Let's just go with it. It's a fun, it's a fun one. Let's it talk about it. It is a fun one, man. Seriously. Well, I think, so I think what are we first we should tell the people what this episode is. Um, so, so listeners, for this episode, we, we, we tried very hard to find uh, some Christmas urban legends, uh, like the story she tells in Gremlins. Uh, but we couldn't really find a whole lot of stuff to you know, banter back and forth about this time. So, uh, Chris in his infinite wisdom, uh, found a wonderful article on vice, uh, about the most bizarre Christmas crimes of all time. And generally when you think of crime, you don't, you you don't think about some of the things on this list. Uh, especially the first one. I, I being, if I was a cop, I don't know if I'd be able to charge this guy with a crime. 
I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. What am I going to charge him with? Holiday cheer? I mean, uh, so, uh, Johnny, why don't you take the, why don't you take the first one? You'll probably tell it better than I will. Well, apparently in 2011, uh, Terry Trent of Dayton, Ohio got uh, blasted off his mind <laughs> on bath salts. Now, if anybody's heard of bath salts, these things can actually be pretty dangerous. I feel if like that- if you if you've ever heard of bath salts, the fir- at least for me, the first thing that comes to mind is the zombie guy. Do you guys know what I'm the talking guy, about? The guy eating the other guy's face. Yes, yes. thank you. That's exactly yes. what popped into my head. Yes, yes. So people do some really crazy, wild, and dangerous, harmful stuff while they're on it. However, not to promote it, but you can see it on YouTube. Go to YouTube and just put put people on bath salts, and there's all kinds of videos with how people react on that stuff. That's right. Not to promote it, but this episode is brought to you by bath salts. (laughs) 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 So Terry Trent apparently got all crazy on bath salts. He went into the back of his neighbor's house, which in itself, if if we just stop there, he's breaking and entering. So it is illegal, to be fair. So it's right through the back door. Yeah. So it's strange and odd. And if I was in the house, I'd be scared, honestly. So the stranger <laughs> walked into my house. Uh, but the house was actually, uh, I don't know if you saw it from this, because I read into the other article that came with this. Uh, the house was empty except for the little kid. There was a kid sleeping in the house. The parents were next door at a Christmas party, at a neighbor's Christmas party. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. I was wondering why the eleven year old was by herself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's like a really young age to be left by yourself at night. <laughs> uh, but what this guy starts to do is just decorate the place for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> like, according, according to Vice, uh, he lit candles, and this is my favorite line in this: he lit candles and he tastefully, he tastefully <laughs> on the coffee and kitchen table, tastefully and even, arranged, even them. tastefully. Yeah, tastefully. He even <laughs> hung a Christmas wreath on the garage door. Uh, and he even had, it says, and he relished in the merry scene by blaring the television while playing with some toys under the tree. What do you think he was playing on TV at such a high volume? It's a uh, wonderful life, baby. Jingle all the way. I was thinking how Christmas the Grinch stole story. Christmas, the cartoon. <laughs> yeah. or uh, home- you know what? That would actually be perfect to go <laughs> along with this because, like, while the Grinch is taking the this, this stuff down, He's, on TV, this guy is like putting it up. Yes, you know? that's exactly how I saw it, dude. And then he's sitting there <laughs> under the tree playing with the toys as what's uh, Boris Karloff is singing, You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch. Oh, yes. Yes. What if and later on in this article, it goes on to say he's one half of the Wet Bandits? <laughs> that would be the best. He's breaking into a house <laughs> around Christmas time. All the great ones leave their bark, Harry. We're the wet bandits. So, I guess that uh, what happened apparently is the TV was so loud that the 11 year old girl who was left by herself uh, uh, in her bed went next door to tell uh, their mom that there's a strange man downstairs. And that's how the guy got caught. (laughs) Could you imagine, though? This is the part I wanted to say. What if. What if this guy was never caught? Nobody knew he was there. He just did this and left. And you came back and your whole house is just decorated tastefully, man, for Christmas. Um, oh, why did you say it was a little girl? It's weird. Uh, the article says it's a little boy. I don't know. If, yes, uh, it's just a little boy. I don't know. I oh. didn't read right. 
Oh, okay. No, the, so the mother yeah. told the police that uh, I'm reading from the article now. This is great. Told the police uh, that Trent attempted to be polite to the boy. The boy came down. Trent looks at the little kid and goes, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to scare you. I'll get my things and go. <laughs> and then just grabs his stuff and walks out. Huh. Well, what a gentleman. <laughs> oh, my God. Could you imagine if he came down and he was just like, what are you doing, Mr. Grinch? <laughs> yeah, what if you thought that was Santa Claus? Oh, my God. You know, Santa- like, well, you're you're 11 years old. You've, you're, you're almost to the point where you quit believing in Santa. This shit happens, and you're like, oh, my God, he's real. <laughs> he decorated like, the house like, so you're tastefully. You're like the M&Ms in the commercial. He's real! <laughs> they do exist. He decorates right? the house so tastefully. <laughs> I imagine him decorating the house like uh, like Elf with all of the, you know, all the streamers and things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> and this happened uh, in 2011. Correct. Uh, who wants to do the next one? I'll do the next one. Go for yeah, it. Do the, yeah, do the next one. This one is great. <laughs> so this happened in San Francisco uh, in 2000. Let me see the year here. 2014, just a few years ago. Um, San Francisco police uh, said that a crafty crook in a Santa suit robbed a Union Square bank during the drunken revelry known as SantaCon. So around the country, I know they have these things where all these people dress up as Santa and kind of like either like bar crawl or do a a parade, you know what I mean, or or flash mob type of thing where they all dress as Santa, hundreds and hundreds of Santas. I think even in in, uh, Portland, Oregon, there's a Santa, like a jog or something, some Santa run where everybody dresses as Santa and runs through the street. Um. So this man walked into a bank on the 400 block of Sutter Street shortly after 1 p.m. on a Saturday, handed a note to the teller, and then split with an undisclosed amount of cash. The robber said he had a gun, but no gun was seen. Um, And he basically, so basically he took it and disappeared into this mob of Santa Clauses that were doing an annual pub crawl uh, that that began back in San Francisco 1994. Uh. That's actually a pretty sweet getaway. It's pretty smart. Very smart. Yeah. That's some, that's some Daniel Ocean uh, <laughs> exactly. stuff right there, man. Seriously. And how come this doesn't happen more often? I would think, you, like, once somebody knew this guy, like, this guy got away with it, let's do it next year. And do they not track the money? I thought they have ways to track the money. Yeah. What happened to that little thing where they give them the money and all of a sudden explodes and the, the guy's, like, painted yellow? Yeah. yeah. What's going on here? This is a, a terrible bank. <laughs> you see, you see all these Santa Clauses walking in, in, and this one guy completely covered in one yellow Santa Claus. Yeah, budget a, cuts. You know, <laughs> uh, we can't afford we can't afford the dye packs anymore. This is great. Must be what it is. So, what does he what What does he tell people that he just he accidentally washed it with the colors? <laughs> I wonder. And now it's suit yellow. And how do you keep your mouth closed? Because the, the article here says that he was never apprehended. Nobody ever got this guy. I don't know. Something tells me, because, you know, they do have a way of tracking the money, like I said, that he just never even spent the money either. Either that or maybe it wasn't enough. You know what I mean? Like, he got it says undisclosed amount. They gave him, like, 50 bucks. And he was like, yeah, oh, fine. Just, what if just 20 bucks? <laughs> <laughs> they gave him 50 bucks and they were waiting to see if he would pull a gun. And he, he's like kind of waiting to see if they would give him more. Yeah. And so they're kind of staring at each other awkwardly across the counter. And he's like, you know what? Fine. And he turns around and walks outside. And they give his 50 bucks is all in ones. <laughs> it feels like he's getting a lot. It's all in Monopoly Pays. money. 
he's, he's all happy. He gets outside, starts counting. He's like, what the hell? And then it explodes and he's covered in yellow. Yeah. And it just looks like it just looks like Santa's going to the strip club, you know, a bunch of ones <laughs> guy in a red suit. Yeah. You know, that's how I always go. Uh, right. All- <laughs> Straight up. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, what do you got next, Carter? Uh, this next one is really interesting, especially the way it's worded in the article. This lady is very snarky and I don't like her. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and throw that out there. Um, <laughs> so uh, in Louisiana in 2012, uh, apparently this guy, I'm going to say the name wrong, Donald Legast, Ligast, <laughs> Donnie L, my man Donnie L, uh, went into a pet store, grabbed a handful of snakes and a cash register, and uh, told the cops it was a Christmas present for his son. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of hardcore, though, right? Like, I'm going to give my son a bunch of snakes. <laughs> like yeah, what do you get? What do you get in your kid? Uh, a hamster. Well, my kid's present will eat your kid's present. <laughs> yeah, quite literally. Yeah, that's, that's insane. That's dude. A, I don't know if any child has ever asked for a snake <laughs> for Christmas. I I had two newts when I was younger, but you know, Michael Myers. That's what the witch turned me into, <laughs> right? <laughs> I got better though. These are some crazy things. Dude. When was this? 2012. 2012. Yeah. Jeez. That's pretty so incredible. So he grabbed snakes and money. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like a, a trip to Walmart. <laughs> what did he like? Well, hold yeah, on a second. When he grabbed the snakes, what did he do with them? Like, what did he do with them? Did he put them in a bag, shove them in his coat pocket? Like, how did, what did he do with or them? Or was he literally just running out of the pet store with a handful of snakes? <laughs> Does he put both in the same bag and he just randomly reaches in to see which one he grabs? <laughs> <laughs> like I'm he, either going to get 20 bucks for a snake bite. Let's see. Let me ask you something. Yeah. You guys are walking up to the front of PetSmart for whatever reason. I don't know if you have pets or not, but for whatever reason, you're walking up to the front of PetSmart. All of a sudden, that sliding glass opens. This dude comes running out. In one hand, he's got this the cartoon-sized bag of cash with the big money symbol on it. In the other hand, he's got like seven or eight snakes just writhing like crazy, and he's just running straight at you. What do you do? Well, my first question is, does he have a mustache? Because if this is Jake the Snake... I'm getting an autograph. <laughs> but yeah, it's not, he's got a mustache, but he's not Jake the Snake because he's got one of oh. those like uh, twirly up mustaches and he's like, yeah, she. <laughs> well, then I'm going to ask him how he did that because those mustaches are divine. I, uh, I'm i going to let him go past me and then I'm going to be like, snakes, snakes. I don't know no snakes. <laughs> nice. That's amazing. AC said you had some dope for me. Keep, this episode has been nothing but movie references. Keep the change, you filthy animal. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Johnny, take us to the next one. Oh, guys, you know, during this time of year, uh, a lot of people, depending on your beliefs, uh, will have nativity scenes, right? And the, obviously the, the most important figure in this nativity scene is the baby Jesus. Apparently, sometimes, like... In this story, uh, there's in Florida, of all places. I mean, you know, of course, it's in Florida. (laughs) Before you go on, Uh, I just want to throw this out there. Uh, Here in Buffalo, we have a radio show in the morning. It's a a morning drive show called Shred and Reagan in the Morning. Once in a while, they have a game show. It's called OTF, in which they read you headlines and and, and the news story. And you have to guess, is it, did it happen Ohio, Texas, or Florida? Because, like, the craziest <laughs> shit seems to happen in these that three is states. Awesome. So, go on, Johnny. You know what? To be fair, and I'm not 
like I'm not dogging Florida, but a lot of weird, strange stories I read honestly do happen in Florida, it seems. So here we go. This one, of course, is no exception in Wellington, Florida. Uh, guys, what would you do if you felt like something of something keeps getting stolen? And if you're and if you believe uh, in uh, that reason for the holiday of Christmas, that Jesus is the reason for the season, obviously that would be the uh, the figure in the nativity you'd be the most protective of, correct? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Uh, we don't want just anybody being able to steal baby Jesus. Because, <laughs> you know, that's the thing people would want to do is steal baby Jesus. <laughs> and this person apparently thought well ahead of this. Apparently, in Wellington, Florida, baby Jesus was stolen from this nativity scene. Now, there's many things you could do here, but this person was smart enough I guess I, I'm going to put smart enough in quotation marks uh, to put a GPS on the back of that baby Jesus. I was going to say, just put a camera out. See if you can't catch something. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I would do. <laughs> GPS. We're, that's amazing. Yeah. So they knew exactly where uh, Jesus was being carried off to. <laughs> and it was getting carried off to an 18 year old woman's apartment. <laughs> so, what was she doing with what it? What if she. What if she need the baby Jesus more? I, though? I was, yeah, exactly. And Chris and Chris, you were just going to ask the same question. Like we're all sitting here thinking, why? Uh, what do you need this for? Like, what is the point of you <laughs> stealing? It? Like, are you trying to complete your own nativity scene? Now that I might understand. Yes, I was kind of feeling that might at least have some logic to it. I was kind of feeling sad for a second because I was thinking, like, what if she lost her own baby and it was one of these weird like mental break things? Oh, and she damn it, Chris! <laughs> oh my gosh. I can tell you've had a rough day. (laughs) Let's just just bring a show on a downer. That was quite a screecher. People are just turning the show off. You know what? Forget this. I I, I, I come here to laugh. I mean, I don't know, though, man. No, like, I'm interested. Stealing the baby Jesus, that's pretty low, right? Did she get arrested? Like, what was the deal? What was the point? Well, it's it's theft of property, right? Yeah. As much as one can own a baby Jesus, yes. Um, I'm just trying to. I'm kind of scanning the. Uh, I'm scanning the article here, and it looks like because she's an 18 year old girl, they're calling it juvenile fun. She was arrested for theft, um, and that she was. It was just. It was about being funny. You know what? I kind of get that. I, when we were all kids that age, we kind of did stupid things like that just because we thought it would be funny. Oh yeah, isn't it weird though? Like when you were young and you're that age, like. You do stupid things and you don't realize how it affects older people or other people. Because as adults, I've seen younger kids do dumb things. And I'm like, what's wrong with that kid? And then I think to myself, well, wait, I did that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't. Yeah, and, and I remember yeah. that. I remember the headspace I was in. And it was that kind of thing of like, I don't care. It's me. I'm going to live however I want to live. I want to do what yeah. I want. You know what I mean? That's uh, what I said every time I take one of those construction cones. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you're right. Like stuff just like that. The other day I was driving to work. Uh, there was a bus letting kids off the bus. And this one kid, probably like 16, 17, just starts walking across traffic. Like like the cars will stop. They're not going to hit me. You know what I mean? And I thought to myself, what an idiot. What's the matter with this kid? And then for a second I was like, I think I did that. <laughs> I think I well, did that at some point like a punk kid. <laughs> What kind of state do you live in? In our state, no matter how many lanes there are, if a bus stops, every car has to stop. Oh, it was a, it was a, it wasn't a school bus. It was a city bus. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. yeah, Sorry. yeah. It was city bus dropped off a few of the kids that that go to school that, uh, there in the city. But yeah, it was just one of those things, and I was like, 
But I think that was me. I did stupid crap like that, thinking I was cool or funny. But like other adults must have looked at me like, what a punk. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dude. We, I don't even want to like, Chris, when you when you when you get actually, you probably already have my second book now. Yes, uh, I do. Oh, I shit. Hope, I forgot I to tell you. To yes, you. I did get it. Thank you so much, okay. dude. I forgot when you to tell when you. you start reading that and you see what a bunch of punks me and my friends were when we were younger i'm not even kidding you oh, like 90 percent of the stuff in there is true oh that's amazing <laughs> dude that's amazing so yeah uh, stealing a baby jesus i feel like me and my friends might have done something like this too yeah I, see, but i don't know if i would have done that because that's one of like i'm not really very religious but there's something about that that just doesn't I don't know. Doesn't gel right. Well, you I wouldn't. Have, like, I wouldn't like, have desecrated like it or anything. Like, <laughs> no desecration or anything. You know, like that. But to steal it to be funny, like, haha, we stole baby Jesus. What are you gonna do now? You know what I mean? I don't know. I uh, might relocate it. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, like, t- like, if the nativity's in the front yard, I might like stick the baby Jesus on the back porch or something. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, Maybe hey, did you lose? Did you? Do you know where your baby Jesus is? It's four a.m. Do you know where your baby Jesus is? Like, I mean. It could be somebody who's super religious and think a miracle had just occurred. Oh, that's but, yeah, yeah, that's that'd be true. interesting. Maybe right. Jesus moved. All right, guys, I got one he for you. It was really just a bunch of punks. <laughs> 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 All right, I got one for you guys here. 2014. Uh, this is in Chile, in the in the in the uh, the country of Chile in South uh, South America. A woman informed her neighbors that she had picked out the best christmas tree and her kids were going to have the best holiday ever well it turned out her tree was a giant cannabis plant <laughs> so <laughs> so first of all like what H- kind of how plant big is, is this that plant? yeah right like what where they what forest did you cut this down from <laughs> And since, where where is this in Chile? Okay, is it is it illegal? Uh, in I Chile? Think, yeah, I think I think it is. Yeah. Okay. It's obviously it had to be you know one of those um, out in the woods kind of things. Here's my thing though, like the way this is written, it says that she picked out the best Christmas tree and the best holiday ever. Like was she did was she affected by this tree? <laughs> like she was. Uh, she's like you know what? It's weird if you uh, if you light candles near the tree, a little bit of you know you burn it slightly. Here's an here's an honest question. How ever. big can a cannabis plant get? Um, eight or on. nine feet. Hold on, let me get my ruler. I got to check this real quick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm actually going to look it up. I'm interested to know. Pretty yeah. sure it's eight or nine feet. Because you know a Christmas tree can get pretty large. Yeah. Well, yeah, and you're these, talking easy. It yeah. needs to be to be uh, to be brought inside and decorated. That's why I'm asking. All right, I'm going to see here. Uh, Biggest cannabis plant ever. Uh, <laughs> Look it up too. I just won't open the picture. I was just gonna say we'd like to say to the FBI agents that are now monitoring <laughs> Fritz's phone because of his it's Google medicinal. search. It's medicinal. It's just it's just for the show. Man. Research it's just for the show. Research. There's no straight answer. It's all garbage. Like uh, how much? What's the largest yield? Uh, giant plants from South Oregon. Oh, let's see what that says. Let's see. Uh, blah blah blah. Um. So yeah, though, what do you guys think? What is that going to be the best Christmas ever, or what? Like when did, did you decorate right it? It's the best Christmas did ever. She really, <laughs> <laughs> did she? Li- Holy shit! 
Okay, you ready for this? <laughs> they get huge. By I'm the about way. to read this to you. This is off of High Times. Here you go. Each season, Lamb's Bread, a hardcore cultivator and medical marijuana user, grows out just six plants, but they are huge. With the largest, a lemon Kush topping 14 feet last Shit, yes. tall. Goodness gracious. Yeah, you're talking. So if, I guess I could see her com- like uh, mistaking it for a Christmas tree. Well, yeah, if it's if it's like, it, yeah, I mean, well, what 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 do you figure your average Christmas tree is? Seven Holy or eight feet, maybe nine, depending fuck. on what your ceiling height is. In southern right. Oregon, 15 foot cannabis plants growing in fertile soil under intense sunshine are not uncommon. Dude, Aaron, we're moving. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's insane. Holy cow. So this lady pulls a tree down and thinks she's got a Christmas tree drags it into her house puts that up and 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 first of all it doesn't smell like pine like you know what i'm saying uh and then it's just totally like oh it's gonna be the best christmas ever i swear (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's i don't know man i i don't know i smoked some christmas tree creeper one time that smelled like a christmas (laughs) that's why it was called that it smelled it had a piney smell to it so they literally gave you pine (laughs) tree needles Hey, well, it was good shit. <laughs> you uh, have lived a life, my friend. <laughs> so, uh, you know, you can't listen. Every every Christmas crime story has to have a marijuana tree in it. So, from now on, that's how this has to go. Yeah, like every this is our new Christmas tradition. All right, Carter, you want to close this out with this last story? Yes, because this one, this is this hits kind of close to home. Uh-oh. So, uh. Uh, so in 2006, a 42-year-old South Carolina man named David Allen Rogers uh, decided to drive the Christmas float for his local dance studio. Perfect. And, right? Right? Very nice, generous thing to do. Why wouldn't uh, he? During Christmas time. Exactly. The only problem is you should probably not get drunk while you're doing that. <laughs> while you're driving. Even if it is only, you know, little putt, 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 putting along. You know, on your little parade route. Uh, <laughs> apparently, the guy uh, sped off course going about 60 miles an hour and uh, <laughs> scared the crap out of the parents and the children. That's horrible. Uh, it sounds it, from the sound of the article, he, he led police on a chase uh, because it says he was eventually apprehended and charged with driving under the influence. <laughs> Uh, 18 counts of assault and kidnapping. Oh, God, because I bet you there was all these little dance there studio ki- yeah, girls. there were kids on the floor. Oh, my God. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Unlawful conduct towards a child, which is probably, <laughs> uh, you know, flinging them around on this on this thing. Like, they're holding on for dear life, these poor kids. Uh, assaulting an officer. Leave me alone. I'm supposed to be driving this thing. Open container. And don't mind the beer that's in my hand while I'm doing it. It was open earlier. I didn't just drink that. I'm just getting rid of it. (laughs) One sip at a time. (laughs) I found it like this. Right? Oh, my God. That is so amazing. And I love every opportunity I can get to make fun of South Carolina. (laughs) That's just me. It's a North Carolina thing. I was going to say, is that a North Carolina thing? They do it to us, too, man. (laughs) Yeah. It's a it's a loving back and forth. <laughs> yeah, it's a love hate relationship. It really yeah. is. It do really you guys, is. Do you guys in the town that you live in? Do you guys have like uh, local Christmas parades? Do you know what I mean? Yes. Oh yeah. Yes, we do. Oh, yeah. yeah. Same here. How? Okay. And you do you attend them? Do you actually go to them? 
I've been to quite a few. Yeah, I've, I've been to some in the past when I was younger. What goes through your mind, right? You see the local marching band go by, right? The 4-H club. Okay. Uh, I don't know. What else? The Boys and Girls Club. The bo- yeah, I was going to say the Boy Scouts. Right. All of a sudden, uh, this guy's dance studio, you're like, oh, you know, my, my, my little niece goes there, so this is going to be nice. I want to see what they... <laughs> Just tears right by. The kids right? are like holding on for dear life, screaming. You see, you literally see him just cocking back and just guzzling beer as he tears through. Well, the, here's what's here's what's going to make you laugh. The big dance studio around us, the people that own it, live in our neighborhood. So what I would be thinking is, hey, there goes my neighbor. Good. <laughs> so here's the here's what I want to know. What if what if one of those kids though is so in a dance dancing wants to prove that they have it that even during this time they're doing their darndest dance they've ever done. <laughs> they're like doing moonwalks yeah. and shit. Yeah. And that's and, and that's when I knew that Jeremy had what it took. <laughs> <laughs> I assume Jeremy's a dancer name. That's how much I know about dancing. Oh, uh, uh, that's that's when I knew that Jaden could step up <laughs> to the streets. Yeah. And Jeremy could step up too. <laughs> that's so awesome. Oh my God, Christmas! Like you're so used to Christmas being like fun, family times, love, presents, that kind of thing, and then you hear things like this, and you're like, "Oh God, thank God I have the family I have." You know what I mean? See, dude, yeah, like I can't even imagine. Can you imagine you know? if that was like your uncle? Like, hey, how come Uncle So and So's not here for Christmas? Oh, he's arrested. He, you didn't hear about what he did with the the dance float? Holy shit! Sit back, guys. Here's a tale for you. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah poor I, Uncle Phil. Yeah, well, I actually have a buddy that spent Christmas uh, uh, in jail. So that's a, a sad, another sad story. We're just no, I, no so he, he was in McDonald's getting some food, and some guy started a fight with him, and oh, you know, he swung yeah. back, and of course, they both got arrested. So yeah, that's my chicken McNuggets. That's amazing. Hey, why, why, why are you going to start something with somebody on Christmas Eve, man? It's Christmas yeah. time. Christmas. Why was he at McDonald's? Like, I think the sad thing was, was why is he at McDonald's on Christmas Eve? That's when the McRib was there. <laughs> <laughs> it's a one day only top deal. Oh, that's You're amazing. not going to turn down a McRib. That's Have I told great. you guys nothing? <laughs> uh, that's a good list of crazy uh, things that happened on Christmas. Carter, you were saying that your wife w- uh, found something that happened on Christmas, and uh, we're not going to talk about it really because, to me, it sounds like we could do an entire episode on it. But like, what's the idea behind this? What was what's the uh, what was what was it? Uh, well, apparently, like I was like I was telling our listeners earlier, uh, was scouring you know for cool stuff. Well, cool to us, I guess it's not really cool if you think about it. Cool to us stuff that happened. <laughs> you know, on Christmas, around Christmas time, any kind of urban legends or things like that. Uh, and my wife has really gotten into listening to the show and uh, uh, kind of g- going off on her own and, and investigating, you know, the stuff that we talk about and That's looking awesome. it up and getting into it. And uh, uh, one of the things she likes to do is look at all the videos on YouTube that are all about this stuff. So one of the things she came across was a case about uh, uh, what they call the Sauter children disappearance. Apparently it happened m- many, 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 many years ago. Uh, but it's very interesting. I think we're going to have to uh, I think we're going to have to dedicate a whole episode to this one because this is this is pretty fantastic and out there. 
Yeah, so stay tuned for that. Stay tuned for that. And you know what? We didn't do a current creeps today, guys. And <laughs> I know there's something currently that happened that we all want to really talk about. Yes, uh, I say, but I say that should be a whole episode about self. I too. agree. So, I what agree. do you think? What do you think next episode we discuss? What's going on with the CIA and their UFO files? I agree. Let's do it. All right, Let's guys. So, all those listeners at home that were looking forward to hearing us maybe talk about that, uh, <coughs> Andrew Cut. Um, <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be a good time. Get ready for it because we're going to devote a whole entire episode to it, dude. When I saw that in the news, I was like, I knew it. And then did you guys watch the actual video of the, the fighter yes. the fighter pilots? Yes. It's yep. amazing. Even better. And the fact that the CIA is admitting to it. Um, and even better, the guy from Blink-182 is involved. <laughs> oh, you don't even. Yeah, we're getting into this, dude. I cannot wait till the next episode of History Creeps. Um, the guy who didn't know where his pants were and had to ask where they were again. <laughs> is involved <laughs> wants to know what his age is uh <laughs> let's do what we do guys let's let's wind the show down and uh yeah who's gonna go first i'll go sweet i never go first i want to go first for awesome once. so you can find my other show and it's called uh uh, uh retro bliss <laughs> you almost, you almost forgot. <laughs> I got a terrible cold, and then it's really affecting me. That's amazing. Uh, Retro Bliss is where I talk about old school video games with my buddy Trevor. You can find it on iTunes and Stitcher, as well as this very same network that Chris will tell you about here shortly. Uh, also, follow us on Instagram at Retro Bliss and on Facebook at Retro Bliss. We always will uh, communicate with you on there if you want to contact us and just talk about old, the awesome, fun, great games back then. Also, there's a wrestling podcast. Uh, that's uh, called The Dusty Finish. Check it out. It's on the same network as well as iTunes and Stitcher. And also coming soon, I, I guess I can go ahead and announce this, Chris. Do it. Uh, if you like history creeps, I kind of, this is, is a more of a, uh, uh, how do you want to explain this show? Uh, it's called The Abnormal <laughs> Times. Expect it soon. If you like history creeps, I think you should give this one a try. Yeah. And I'm out. Carter. Uh, I am Carter Johnson. Uh you can find my books on Amazon, uh, House on Dead Boy Lane, Meadowview Road, Spider's Web, and Nightfall. And uh, yeah, Chris. Uh, just to uh, say that, House on Dead Boy Lane started reading a little bit of it. Dude, I'm digging it. I really like your writing style. I want to ask you something. Would you be into, uh, once I completely read it, doing uh like a special little podcast in which i kind of pick your brain on on the stuff about the book the storyline i you know what i mean kind of like an interview with the the writer i would totally be in oh that. all right cool um <laughs> all right guys as always follow us on uh instagram history creeps we're also on facebook at uh history creeps um my other podcast back issues comic book podcast you'll find it on this network bicbp-radio.com go check us out find a show you like head over to iTunes and Stitcher. Make sure you subscribe, comment, and rate. Let us know how we're doing. Um, once again, I speak for the guys as well. I know you guys haven't really... Uh, I think, Johnny, you and I discussed it, but Carter, you didn't really get to say much on it, but uh, a few weeks ago, we were rated as a top mover on Stitcher, and I want to uh, just, again, as always, extend a big thank you to our listeners and supporters. Uh, I love the fact that you guys interact with us. You guys ta- you know, tell us what you want to hear. You, you, you point us in, in directions. And, and I love it. And it's awesome. And it's a great community. Uh, this is one of my favorite podcasts to do. So once again, I want to just thank everybody. Um, 
And thanks for listening to the holiday episode. Want to wish everyone a happy holiday, Merry Christmas, whatever you celebrate. Uh, hope it's a good time with your family and friends. Uh, I know I speak for Carter and for Johnny in that respect, and that we appreciate everything about uh, you guys, and that we hope the best for you in the coming year. So, for Carter Johnson, for Johnny Townsend, this is Chris Chavez. Once again, thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Stay creepy. Ho, ho, ho. I have a machine gun. (laughs) (laughs) See? See? See?